0: How to Recognize the Method of Vedanta by Shri Shri Sachidhanadhyan Sarasaji Swamiji Hoda Narasipura In this lecture series, today is the 11th session. The Highest Goal of Life Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Harihi Om Shri Ganesha Yanamaha Dr. Krishna Murthy Shansri Dambayapuna Chabantwaadathalokta Kshinikanarajillekarnataka Bharata The Highest Goal of Life Even the statement that one has got to dispel a beginningless error which obstructs one's intuiting oneself as Brahman is of course only a truth from the lower standpoint. The only way therefore to gain our freedom which is already attained is to raise ourselves to a position from where we see that we have been ever free. There are texts in plenty interspersed among the Upanishads which make this abundantly clear one such from the brahadaranyaka will quite suffice here in summing up the entire teaching of the upanishad this text most unequivocally declares sava esha atma amaro abhayo brahma vai vai hi why brahma bhavatiya evam now this soul indeed is the all pervading birthless self ageless undying immortal fearless brahman brahman of course is fearless and he becomes indeed the fearless brahman whoever knows this brother ka 4, 4 to this end we have only to abandon the self-imposed obstacle of habitual wrong thinking which makes us extrovert The part to be played by the Sutis or a teacher in this process has been thus stated by Shankara, whoever is extrovertly inclined and seeks to attain what he would welcome and to avoid what he would dislike but cannot reach the absolute fulfillment of his desires, such a person, longing for the attainment of the highest goal, is like Atman alone is to be seen, divert from the object of the natural activity of the aggregate of the body and the senses, and turn the stream of his thoughts towards the inmost self. Then, for him who has set about in search of this self, the real nature of the Atman as neither to be courted nor to be shunned he is taught by Shrutis, such as all this is the Atman. Brhada Rene 246 where to this knowing one everything has become Atman alone. Then how can one see another and with what means? How can one know another and with what? Uh, with what one can possibly know the knower himself? Brahmakanda four five fifteen. This Atman is Brahman. Brahmakanda two five nineteen. This all come under Sutra Vashya one one four. Now. The path thus recommended by the Shrutis is known as the Nivrti Marga, the way of beating back and coming to our own real self. This is uh, the steps in the process of this return are thus pointed out. One. Therefore, one who knows it thus and has a calm mind, control of the senses, and forbearance, Titiksha. Shama Dhamma Titiksha, and has secured an unruffled state of mind. Samadhana. Can see the self in his own self and everything as Atman. Brother Nekab 4423. Second, the discerning seeker should merge speech and other senses in the mind, sink that mind in the knowing self or intellect or buddhi, and this intellect he should merge in the great Atman, the knower, and the knower in the Atman, free from all mundane disturbances. So, he should uh, this intellect he should merge in the great uh, in the great atman that is in aham the knower kartru bhoktr and the knower the kartru aham in the atman free from all mundane disturbances that is atman or paramatma kato one three one and the fruit of this practice is this contemplating on that self. One no longer bewails. Having been already free, he becomes free. Katobrashat 2 to 1. <clears throat> Next, the tradition before Shankara, Gaudapada. Let us see. Shankara Acharya's Parama Guru. Shankaracharya's guru is uh, Govinda Bhavad Pada. Acharya. His guru is Gaudapada. Govindu Bhagavad Padaji's guru. So, he is Paramaguru of Shankara. Gaudapadacharya is Paramaguru of Shankara. Shankara is the earliest teacher whose extant bhashyas give us a picture of the unique method of Vedanta in all its working details. But he is by no means the first discoverer of the method. In fact, he remembers with great reverence the ancient teachers who wrote commentaries on all the Upanishads even before him. Of such teachers, it is some, satisf- uh, some satisfaction to know that there is at least one whose work is extant till today, and that is Gaudapada, who has summarized the teachings of the Upanishads in his karikas or expository verses on the Mandukya. For a, fill- uh, for a fuller information regarding this work, the reader is referred to, uh, to this author, Sri Sri and Swamiji's, uh, <clears throat> Sanskrit commentary the Mandu Kirhasivivrithi. Here, uh, Swamiji shall merely indicate the uh, in outlines how Gaudapada was perfectly aware of this traditional method. In the Agama Prakarna or the first chapter of his work Gaudapada Karika, so named because it expounds the traditional method adopted in the Shruti. He shows how the three different aspects of Atman, outwardly conscious, inwardly conscious or pure consciousness are merely superimpositions on the Turiya, on the that is Vishwa, uh, Tayasa and Prajna. Hmm. They are mere superimpositions on the that is in uh, wakefulness in dream and in dream state and in sleep. Deep sleep. In three states, Atman is regarded as Vishwa, Traijasa, and Prajna. All are merely superimpositions on the Turiya or the real self, which is forever untainted with Swapna Nidra or Aswapna Nidra and closes his teaching with the observation. So here, Swapna Nidra means dream sleep or wrong knowledge, or Aswapna Nidra, dreamless sleep or absence of knowledge and closes his teaching with the observing observation that when the soul (coughs) wakes up from its beginningless illusory slumber then it becomes aware of the truth that it is really the secondless one unborn forever unsullied by the sleep of ignorance or by the dream of wrong knowledge incidentally in the examination of the self conditioned by sleep he discusses the question of creation and declares himself in favor of the theory that all creation is like untrue dreams or magic. In the second chapter entitled the Vaitatya Prakarna, Gaudapada exhibits the first step of recession of the avasthas, availing himself of the identical epithets, Saptanga, seven limbed, Ekona Vimshati Mukaha, having nineteen doors of knowledge applied by the śruthi to the self conditioned by waking or dream, he adduces Kula Tarka. reasoning in consonance with the spirit of the shruti to establish the identical nature of waking and dream in all respects. Thus deducing the corollary that the self is bound by neither of the two illusory states, he then proceeds to show how this line of reasoning Compels us to conclude that the self is really non dual and on it are superimposed both the subjective and the objective phenomena encountered in either state. They are, in fact, the Atman himself misconceived very much like an imaginary serpent or a line of water superimposed on a rope seen in the dark. This leads him to the further conclusion that all distinctions like those of creation and dissolution of the world or of a soul bound by samsara, means employed for liberation or even the distinction of one seeking liberation and another liberated are quite unreal from the paramartha or the highest standpoint. In fact, says Gaudapada, all that is however, uh, whether within or without is the tattva or reality alone, one who realizes this is one who realizes this is himself the reality and forever revel- revels in it. He can never slip down from reality. The Advaita prakarana or the third chapter deals with the concept of the creation of individual souls and their limiting conditions. Evidently, that is upadhis. Evidently, Gaudapada here intends to teach that the epithet prabhava bhutanam, the origin and dissolution of beings as applied to prajna, a prajna in the śruti, should not be literally construed as implying an actual creation of souls who are actually to attain Brahman after practicing meditation. While he does not deny the efficacy of upasanas from the empirical standpoint for mediocre aspirants, he is anxious to hold up the ideal of the unborn Brahman and therefore frankly dubs the upasaka as narrow-minded hmm? kripana. Since one who practises Upasana stays in the region of the born Brahman. Jate Brahmanivartate. The one important topic for discussion here therefore is creation. Some of his contemporaries evidently supposed that Brahman has really transformed itself into the world of jivas and other things and that there will be a real re-transformation of the world into the Brahman again. This cannot be. Since that would mean that the immortal Brahman becomes the immortal jiva and that the mortal jiva again becomes the immortal brahman, an impossible tenet, since nothing can really change its nature on any account. The only conclusion therefore to be drawn from the accounts of creation taught in the shrutis is that all origination is illusory from the highest point of view, and that the srutis, which teach by illustration of clay, iron, sparks, and the like, are only using a device to introduce the inquirer to the intuition of the one Atman, the Upanishad, Moreover, which again and again repeats sa esha netinet that is, the Atman who has been described as not this, not that, thereby resc- uh, rescinding whatever explanation it has offered, evidently aims at revealing the transcendent unborn Brahman. It will thus be seen that Gaudapada explains all negations in this truti as an. Uh, apakhanava or rescission of vikalpas ascriptions from the transcendental point of view. He also refers incidentally to the panchakosha prakriya and the madhub, Brahma, madhub brahmana to illustrate the, this traditional method. Gaudapada teaches that the direct intuition of the highest reality, Atma atmasatyanubodha or the yoga of non-contact. Asparsha Yoga is meant only for the highest class of aspirants, while he recommends what he calls Mano Nigraha, the same as Nididhyasana and the Dhyana Yoga of the Bhagavad Gita to less developed souls. Gaudapada concludes that the highest reality is that which changes never a bit. This is the gist of the chapter. The other details given here, being merely means to realize this, are only empirically real. The fourth chapter called the Alata Shanti begins with the pointing out how the conflict of views held by the Vaisheshkas and Sankhyas, as also by the Sarvastitva Vadins among the Buddhists on the one hand and the Vijnana Vadins on the other, indirectly points to the same unborn reality. It will be noted that the author lays a spe- uh, special emphasis throughout on the fact that reality is Ajama Nidram Aswapnam, unborn, sleep free, and dream free, that is to say, free from all changes, ignorance, and misconception. This uniform formula sums up all Upanishadic teaching concerning the Absolute, according to Gaudapada, Gaudapada which he invariably brings home to the minds of his hearers by the one method of Adhyaropa Apavada. Next, we shall see in the next session. Uh, Hare Rama. Shri shri Ndendra, Sarasuti, Brahma, Pramastu, this ends the 11th session of how to recognize the method of vedanta by shri shri sachidanandaendra saraswati